Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geek podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on the show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Also, if you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review and comment on the video and on the podcast with your thoughts. We love listening to y'all. We've been seeing more comments throughout those trailer reactions that Luke and Audrey is doing, so that's great to see. And also, you can follow us, the Galaxy Geeks, on Twitter at Galaxy Geeks one and on Instagram at Galaxy Geeks EL. As always, I am your host, Elon McKeg, and joining me, as always, he is the Christian Harloff to my Mark Ellis. He is Luke Studded. Luke, how you doing, buddy? So, what do you think of the new look that I keep editing and changing? I have problems. I you have, have problems. so many problems. You have so many problems. I was literally right before we started, I was watching POV's um, video from last week and how they're not as much like you are. But I'm like, hey, you do you, buddy. You do you. Hey, I'm working on it. I'm trying to make this look better. We're always wanting to upgrade. I always want to update everything. I am a perfectionist. I think I have problems. You help. have a lot of problems. Send help. Send help. Send help. <laughs> look, look, Audrey can't help him. Send help. Well, I mean, she might be able to, but she may need to call a psychiatrist. Anyway. <laughs> I, I will say before we start, I want to thank everyone for watching our, our videos and watching our trailer reactions. We have a video over 11,000 views. Wait, How so you, is that possible? Hold on. His power levels is over 9,000. Yes. Yes. I, I'm so happy. I, I, I never expected something like that to happen. It, I'm going to look actually, at it, it Keep going. Keep actually, going. I take, actually, it's 11,942 views. Overall lifetime? Yes. I see 11,188. Uh, mine just updated. Ah, mine did not. But it's been great. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. We are going to continue to release videos, re release content. This is a community, and we're creating a community of friends, of geeks, we have an interview coming up tomorrow. Yes, that is right. We are going to be ahead. interviewing the major Thomas Harper, the man who will be playing either Andrew DeMolanta or Laura Kelly after the Smowdown Collision. But we're not going to talk about the Smowdown Collision. Let No, that is at the end of the show because with them releasing the new confidence points thing, we've decided to treat the collision a little bit differently than how we normally do predictions this week. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get into our segments because we have a major... The title of this video is Collision Preview. So we are going to really focus more on that and our other stuff will probably run through a little bit quicker than normal. Yes. All right. First off is Rookie of the Week. Our Rookie of the Week is a person that was unfortunately able to get a big win this mm. week. It is Felix Moritz. Now, they mentioned how he was in the online trivia leagues. I literally went to YouTube, typed in his names, typed in, like, I was looking for him. I couldn't find him anywhere. I feel like Jen was in the same boat as me when she heard that. Like, oh, I don't remember you at all. <laughs> so, yeah, because I again. she called that out. I love that she called that out. That made yeah. me, like, really smile. See, look, that's the thing. Jen and I, and look, I've spoken about this in my reaction match. I was supposed to play Jen once, but because of the snowdown, <clears throat> I couldn't play her. Huh. Oh, like, wow. She got called up during the free-for-all. I want to say it was 20... It wasn't 2019. It was 2018. That was when she debuted. <clears throat> and she got called up for the free-for-all, and I was supposed to play her in one um group's inner geekdom division it was supposed to be a one-on-one -on -one, but we had to completely reschedule it because of the schmodown so hmm. yeah <laughs> well felix played pretty well i think he had a, mm. a a rookie slump rookie slump a rookie slump like we usually talk about the sophomore slump felix had a rookie slump and i think it, it also i think it also hurts that it took this long to get his first match. Yeah, yeah, it's midseason, and he just got his first match. That's mm -hmm. that looks bad for him. Mm -hmm. Would you say this pa this past week's matches were a little different than normal? 
Um, what do you mean by different? They weren't as it was kind of an a not as high name week. These were more rookies, sophomores, not really I, your main dogs. I could see that, but again, you can't. You got to remember that Jen is not technically either a sophomore or junior. Like she again, as I said, she debuted. I, again, I want to say it was 2018 at the free for all, and she just hasn't been given any opportunities. Mm. Well, see, but even that though, the fact that she's not a big name yet, which I think she will. I think her name yeah. is growing, especially after this match. Or was it the 2019 free for all? I, I think it's 2019. Remember. Yeah, because there was a big gap between. Because then she started playing in the. Um, digital era. Yeah, so she debuted in 2019. That's when I was supposed to play her. <laughs> well, let's go ahead, uh, Felix. We are excited for your next match. Mm -hmm. I, and, I hate you lost this one, but go And ahead. I love, I love how confident you were that Felix was going to win. I love Dang. it. Because the moment you were so confident and the moment I saw how Jen won, all I was thinking was, Oh, I love it. I love I'm going to rub this in his face. But I will say this, his character work. Oh, 100%. Amazing. I want his money, even if it's fake. <laughs> I want it. Give me the money. As to quote Jerry Maguire, show me the money. He had some of the I wish his his trivia was a little bit better mm -hmm. in this match, but hopefully the next one he will because his character work alone was perfect. 100%. Absolutely perfect. 100%. So, in saying that, let's move on to our player of the week. Player, player of, the, of the week. Player of the week is Paige for Betty. I have to always say it slowly so I can pronounce it correctly because I always want to say Paige for Betty. I want to put two R's in her name, but there's only one. But Paige. Don't do that. She gets upset by that. I know. I'm trying to not do that. But Paige played. Again, if Jen wouldn't have won by KO, we'd probably be putting Jen here. But because she won via knockout, we have to look at Paige. And she played fantastic against Rachel. Yes. Yes, she played an absolutely great game. Did, did she go lights out? Hmm. I think I, I feel think like she, she went lights out. I think she I think she might have went checked down the multiple choice once. Yeah. But again, like, but like not missing a single question that still sort of lights out. Oh, she played great. I um, I thought she played great, and we'll we'll dive more into it once we get yeah. into the recap. So, yeah. in saying that, what do we have next, good buddy? I right, it's our manager of the week, Luke. Show the people in the world who's our manager of the week. Manager of the week is Koi. Jandro. Yes, I know some people would think we were going to choose Winston or Sam, mm -hmm. but Koi this week with Jesse very much like he managed Jesse to his victory. He he kept Jesse in the pocket. Yes. And like in I don't Koi, know if Jesse would have won if it wasn't for Koi. 100%. Even Koi said in the post-match interview saying that hey, he needed to give Jesse tough love and it was like, yeah, watching the match you really needed to. Otherwise, Jesse was going to lose. Koi is becoming such a great manager. I mean, we can talk match. about Koi later on because Koi has three big matches at Collision. But Koi, in this match with Jesse and Jacob, it was Koi helped Jesse get the win. Again, Jesse oh, yeah. probably would have lost without Koi. Honestly, this season, if I were going to pick the two my the two best managers in my eyes this season, I'm picking Koi and Roxy. Interesting. You're not choosing Finstock. Finstock has not been. We've not seen a few matches from him in a while, and he mm -hmm. had to miss some matches. That really hurts his look. I, I'm. I mean, not not saying anything against his managing. I think he's done a great job this year. I Again, just think. I'm just due stating. To, oh, go ahead. I'm just saying in that match that he had to miss, it should have been Roka or someone like someone more experienced in the game should have managed. Well, um, actually, I, I found out more about that match. There was some interviews after with Barbarian. That's all they had. They didn't have a choice. Roka was busy. You had JT was busy. 
everyone was busy and they didn't want to push or and barbarian had already had this match already pushed and he didn't want to push it again mm -hmm. and so he was the only person that he had honestly i if they look you know how much i like to dislike the finstock exchange if they would have asked Not you know how year. i you know how i am um if they would have asked me i would have managed the barbarian and i would have uh -huh. made sure he would have gotten the victory because look that entire i look back at that challenge and i'm like i know for a fact if i was in barbarian's quarter i would have fought for it oh yeah it oh, there's nothing else we can do there but, but yeah that's Koi, why they it wasn't his fault yeah but koi this past week sorry again apologize for tangenting but koi <laughs> this week very much proved why he was an amazing manager. Winston really didn't need to do much for Jen because, I mean, you saw that match. He didn't. Yeah. Jen had it in the bag. And then Sam with Paige, like Paige was already doing great. So Paige was just yeah. there to make sure, or Sam was there to make sure that Paige knew that she was doing great. Whereas Koi had to make Jesse know, like, you are going to win. Get everything you're thinking about and throw it away. Focus on the match. Yes. So, yeah. in saying that, let's move on into our recaps. Yes, starting... So, the first... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, starting first, Paige Vibretti defeating Rachel Silverstrini. Now, I have a question for you. Hmm. All right, go ahead. Rachel is 0-4 <sighs> in singles. Now, she's won teams, but she's 0-4 in singles. And you and I have both discussed that if they're in the 0-3 or 0-4 category that maybe people they need to start considering maybe going to fcl to um get some reps and try to improve their craft a little bit thoughts on rachel potentially like in your mind like what rachel's in that box now thoughts on rachel potentially going to fcl next season no 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 not at all due to the fact of her teams her being in teams and also she's the best co-manager that the den has Mm -hmm. She works with every one of her, her players. She works with them. She helps them. She's there every step of the way. Everyone loves her on the team. And yes, her record's not that great, but she's great in teams. And that team helps a lot. I think if she's put with a good teammate, she'll do much better. She had a bad match, but she didn't play bad. Yeah, I mean, like Paige just happened to do a little bit better. Oh, yeah. So no, she doesn't need she doesn't need to be an FCL due to the fact of mm -hmm. yes, we do talk about like four four like oh and four, like that's a bad look, but she's adding a lot more than just her points that the teams need. A hundred percent. Like again, I just wanted to throw that out there, like have the discussion. And most again, people most people I would agree with you. I would normally agree with you on most competitors who are 0 here, and 4. Because here's the other person Rachel. who is 0 and 4 in Star Wars, Adam Witt. Would you say the same about Adam? Nope. Nope. See, that's the thing. Because like there are Star so Wars is different. Yeah, I know Star Wars is different, but he's 0 and 4. Yeah, but Star Wars is so different due to the fact of each match you're playing a champion. Every match. Mm -hmm. I would, so I can't really put the same on him either. I would say for Adam's case, he's also the same as Rachel. Where yeah, yeah. if you need a second manager, Adam is the person you go for. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So yeah, and so, in saying that going okay. going back into this match, Paige, again, I think she played lights out. I can't remember a hundred percent, but I know for a fact that she she did not go down without a fight. No, no, not at all. And she she showed what being a Boston lady is like. And she <laughs> yeah. showed her stuff. Very much censoring yourself. I always censor myself. Just yeah, saying. but but like and you've made the joke, like, man, when it comes to guests, we're we're not gonna get Rachel a page because we wanna keep the show PG. <laughs> what hey, hey, they I hey, in the match, they did very well. They, they did, did very, very well. well. Censoring, censoring themselves, they did extremely well. <laughs> we would just have to tell them. And, like, if, they, go ahead. and if they'd ever ask us to be part of the 
be on our show, I would absolutely love it like so much. Oh yeah, that would be. Great. I would too. I would love to have them on the show because, especially Paige, because right after her win, she started to get a little teary eyed, and it made like that made me go, okay. I knew you care about the Schmodown. After that particular moment, you you do care about the Schmodown. You want to be oh, yeah. the best. So yeah, I I'm lo- look- I love that. I love that. This this rookie class yes. cares about the Schmodown more oh, than any goodness. other class. Now we're getting closer to tournament season. Is Paige a potential lock for the tournament? For the usual suspect. Uh, uh, no. Okay. Because I know Ethan, oh man, Ethan's in that weird space right now. Liz is. Yeah, you've got, uh, one second. Because Ethan could have a title match, or he does have a title match. So, Ethan could be Uh, winning. Like, with each of these matches now, I'm going to be talking about the tournament. All right, so here's how it goes. If Ethan is out and cannot be in the tournament, Mm -hmm. Ethan's out, you're going to have you're gonna have Drew, Liz. Actually, I changed my mind. Paige. Yeah, Paige will be in it. Paige is a potential. And but if Ethan is in the tournament, you're gonna have Ethan, Actually, Liz, he, and Drew. Yes, but it's four players, not three. Exactly. So Paige still is in it. So Paige is See, no matter there you what. Go. I was right. wrong. I was so wrong there. So there we go. We're that... gonna have to do another oh, um, 100%. tournament. Oh, 100%. But you gotta remember. The tournament starts based off the schedule. It starts this week. Yeah, yeah, we might need to go over that soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like probably next week we'll do a tournament thing because that's when they'll release the bracket. And then yeah, we can just yeah. break it down and just be like, well, this first match already happened, so we can't <laughs> we can talk about that. Like this is what happened in that match. But anyway, that was the page match. Let's go on to the next match of the week. Next is Jen Kemp versus Felix Moret. Ah, I feel so vindicated for this match. So vindicated. Because you were so confident that Felix <sighs> was going to win. Uh, and I'm over yeah, here like, yeah. no, I have seen Jen play. Jen is like the hidden jewel that never gets a sh- chance to shine. Uh, I know, I know, I know. She played great. I she mean, was... she, I mean, KO. I mean, yeah, lights out. Everything. She went. Right, she went we to might multiple. Need to explain. Tri- we might need to explain to the audience the reason why we didn't go with Jen, and we made a rule, and we've mentioned this in the past. But I wanted to be mm-hmm. very specific on this. Our rule is: if a competitor TKOs or KOs their their opponent, we do not give them Player of the Week or Team of the Week unless mm-hmm. they're the only team, due to the fact of. When someone KOs or TKOs, that's not how good they are, which it shows they're great, but yeah. it shows how bad the other per- player did. 100%. And they did not bring them to their five. And mm-hmm. that's that shows that shows that they're not they did not have a great match due to the fact that they weren't put pushed to their limit. And yeah. we want to see a competitor be pushed to their limit. And you were this close one week to get Brother Lomas, who won by TKO. And I was telling you, like, no, we made a rule. I know, I know. I, I struggled with that one. Yeah. But yeah, Jen played fantastic. She checked down the multiple choice on the last question. Even though like she didn't have to, she checked down to be a hundred percent certain. And she still won. She was gonna win no matter if she got if she got multiple choice or not. She knew the answer and she checked down just in case. And man, Jen mwah, Yes, Love she it. played great. All right, let's move on to our next match because no, there's not I really have, much to say on well, this. I want right. I want to ask you the question. Going back, talking about Paige, Jen, potential for the tournament. Let's look at who's in swag. We got Lon, Paul, potentially Zipper, maybe John, but you, Zipper ooh. is in that weird space for me. I would be more comfortable I, putting Jen than Zipper. Yes, you're putting zipper. Uh, no. I I don't know. He's in a weird spot because yes, you're gonna put Paul in lawn, but you also have Haley. But then Couch. again, yeah. Haley hasn't played yet. Exactly. And they're gonna want. I think you're gonna have lawn, Paul, Haley Fouch, 
I see Jen. And Zipper. I see I Jen zipper. over Zipper. I'm not against it. I, the reason the reason why I feel more comfortable with Jen is this match right here. She proved herself. And sure, she was going up against a rookie. But even if it wasn't a rookie, she went perfect. Well, the safer bet, my safe bet is Paul, Lon, Zipper, and Jen. Yeah. My out left field is Paul, Lon, Zipper, and Haley Fouch. I can see that. Again, I mean, Haley hasn't just, had a match, you know, so we're in that weird space. We're in that weird yeah. limbo. And anyway, she's not a bad player. I mean, she's a yes, good player. 100%. Anyway, moving on to so, our next match. It is Jesse Swift getting a victory over Jacob Whitnaben, which, again, it went into sudden death. I think it only went into one question in sudden death, which was the Ghost Rider question, which it hurt my heart when Jacob didn't get it. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Jacob. It's one of the easy ones, in my opinion. Eli, what was wrong with you in this match? Look. You played horrible. Look, I did pretty good. Look, I got 9 out of 10 in round 1. I played exactly like they did in round 2. Um, Look, I'm, I'm just going to admit it. Um, Planet of the Apes is not one of my strong suits. So... Middle Earth we normally know what you gotta work on. <laughs> look, Middle Earth is normally a strong suit. Just so happens that a lot of those questions were not in my bag. But then round three came around and I made a comeback. I got all yeah, of Jacob's yeah. questions right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even got the shadow question right. Yeah, that you did well on that. Yeah, it and was that a was good a good match. Yes, I mean it was very good. Like again, that round two for both of them was a little like, ooh, oh, oh man. But again, like round three was really the round that one of them needed to prove themselves. And again, round three, they left round three tied going into sudden death. And then Jesse able to get that win in sudden death. Have you thought about the fact that Koi's, the quirky mercs, really doesn't, for, for their namesake to come from basically Deadpool, mm -hmm. they don't have a inner geekdom powerhouse i know like they're because they have three ig players yeah in john greg and jesse and like when you look at all three of them compared to the rest of the inner geekdom division they're sort of like on the weaker end <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird well you remember koi did have mara last year i know but she didn't get to play yeah and so Okay. The fact she, he didn't try and keep her. That was mm -hmm. interesting. So now, um, going in, like, sort of how I was doing it with the other two, Jesse, is he going to be the IG pick? Because he can only have one. No, you're going Greg Alba. Are you sure? Yes, because I mean, Jesse, yes, he played... I he mean, let's play Greg. Greg played better in his last match than Jesse played in this match. He played better in his last match against Saul. Yeah. Where he lost via then, KO. Yeah, because if you think about Jesse's points, were not that high. I know. I and mean, if Jesse would have played against Saul, he would have been, been destroyed. Yeah. So that's why I say I think he's going Greg Alba. Yeah, I. I have to agree with you on that. But again, like, you never know. I mean, um, if Shazam wins the title, if they're able to defend it, they're going to need a team. And their team is the real rejects. So Greg and John may be busy with the team's division that they may, may need to put Jesse in the IG division. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. And again, if Amaru loses to Saul... Amaru is the automatic choice to go into IG, but if he wins, then Jacob is going in the IG tournament. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That yeah. that one's a hard one. It's well no Tournament somewhere. season is gonna be fun. Yes, yes, very yes. much so. So all right. Now the main part of our show predictions. Are, well, first off, the sh well predictions. 
but we are going to talk about the upcoming matches this week yes. and then we are going to do our collision preview oh man i'm still not ready for the collision preview anyway let's get into the regular oh. predictions our first match for this week is Nikki Dimolanta debuting for the usual suspects against John Hoey, who is one and O for the dungeon star Wars division. Luke, who do you have and why? Uh, this is a hard I don't one. know enough about, I don't know enough about John Hoey. I know we haven't really seen Nikki Dimolanta. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nikki has been pr- training with Andrew. Yeah. So I'm going Nikki. I mean, John Hoey has been has proven himself. He has had a match. He's won his match. Oh yeah. But Nikki is with the champion. And when I say with, I mean like near him at all times. Nikki is basic. I bet you right now, though the quirky mercs are helping him train as well. I bet you Nikki is also helping him train. And oh yeah. I mean, with it's hard for me to not pick Nikki because Nikki is just so connected with that. So I'm also picking Nikki Dimelon to beat John Hoey. Oh yeah. So the next match that we are going to be picking from is Lightning Time versus Danger Zone. What you got? I'll admit before this, I thought that it was Lightning Time versus Final Exam because through all that mini tournament stuff that they were doing, I say in quotes, but it looks like they're just skipping final exam and just saying, hey, lightning time, here's danger zone. So when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at two teams that played really well. Lightning time beat deception. Danger zone beat deception. Um, danger zone beat Rushmore. Rushmore beat lightning time. It's sort of one of those things of um, like, um, oh, I've beaten that team. You didn't. So by that way we are going to beat you but when it comes to teams lightning time has been a stronger team than danger zone in my opinion so but danger zone has got dan merle but ethan has beaten dan merle that has been a proven thing um i don't know so okay so this is what i'm deciding i am deciding and this may kill me this may cost me in the end but then again Collision is going to be the real point swinger. I'm picking lightning time. Mm. I'm going danger zone. I mean, that's fair. I feel like no matter what, either choice is fair. Well, my reasoning on danger zone, and I might actually be wrong on this because lightning time has been playing more recently. Danger zone has had a pretty big break, but I think Ben is angry and hungry and Dan's angry and hungry and they have to show how good of a team they are. Mm-hmm. They are getting trashed by the fans because they're supposed to be the super team and they didn't get a championship. They got and beat so, by corruption, which a lot of yes. people have always have recently looked down upon. But we can't forget, corruption has been a team for a long time at this point. Oh, yes. And so that's why I say, I'm going danger zone. I feel like uh, I, I might be wrong on this, but I don't know. I'm... I, I have faith in Dan and Ben. Oh, look, really both, both picks are valid, in my opinion. So the next match oh, yeah. is a question mark, but it's <laughs> the first round of the Ultimate Schmodown singles tournament. So, Luke, which question mark are you picking, left or right? <laughs> I, I'm picking TBA. I'm going to pick TBA. You know, TBA is a good, good answer. I think I'm picking TBA as well. We'll give our official. Yeah, we'll release. We'll share on Twitter. So, when do you think? Because this match is happening on Friday, the thirtieth. When are we getting the bracket? Hmm. Because you can't just say round one match on this day and have the entire crowd be like, "When?" Wednesday. We'll get Wednesday. Okay, so when we get it on Wednesday. And they announce what match. We'll say who who we think is going to win. And then knowing that first week in August, there may not be a pay-per-view. And because there may not be a pay-per-view that first week in August, we'll probably do an entire bracket breakdown. That'll be the oh, bracket yeah. breakdown episode. <laughs> so, right. 
we've gotten to the main portion of our show now, which is the Schmodown Collision 4 preview. This Saturday, free to the public, might I add, four matches. This is the Summer Slam of the Schmodown. We have the Star Wars Championship, IG number one contender match, singles number one contender match, and teams championship match. Recently, the Schmodown released a little graphic with confidence points and like you pick who you win and how many confidence points that you're giving. We're doing the same thing. However, we are also adding those points to our overall um, point sheet that we have. So it's like there's a potential for someone to get nine points for this one event. And if someone does that, they add nine points to their um, prediction thing. If you get less and all that, whatever. So that's how we're doing this. If So, for example, let's say Andrew versus Laura. Um, Luke picks Laura, puts four confidence points in. If Laura wins, Luke will get four points for the week, including, and let's say he wins the prediction week, including that one point for the week. So he'll, like, just for that one match and the rest of predictions, he'll have five points overall. This is a big event that's going to swing the points around. I, I could get a bigger lead or Luke could take the lead. It's that important. Well, so, what we will do is we will go through and talk about each match, match st- specifically. And then mm-hmm. after we at, we decide who will win, then we will go to the points and decide our points after that. Okay. And saying that, we are doing Andrew versus Kelly. Who you got? Oh, man. This is, this is one of those matches where Andrew has been playing a lot or had to play a lot recently because like he had to play Damon twice one to win the belt one to keep the belt and so he's had a lot of like not exercise but he's had to do a lot of studying just to keep the belt and I know for a fact the moment he defended the belt the first time he went right back to the books Laura Kelly on the Uh, other uh, hand she's she won to Molly at the very first um, pay-per-view of the year and hasn't played since. But I know for a fact that she has hit, been keeping those books up. So this is one of those matches of you know both of them are going to play great. It's just who you believe is going to do better. And it's going to be down to that first slip up. And in my opinion, I am saying that Andrew's going to pull out the win. I feel like Andrew's going to Hmm. be able to defend the belt. And that's the only reason why I say that is because I feel like, and though Laura is hungry, Andrew had yet to actually beat Laura. And sure, people will say, oh, that that means Laura's going to win. Like, no, I think that's going to be Andrew's way of saying, no, I need to win because I've never beaten her and I'm going to make sure I win. So in my opinion, I think, that's a motivating factor for Andrew. He doesn't want he doesn't want to just be like I defended the belt once. No, he wants to defend defend it twice. And Andrew wants to have a reign as long as Damon. I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't see an ending here. So again, in my opinion, Andrew Dimolant is keeping that belt for the quirky merch. I think I'm going Laura Kelly. I mean, we have <laughs> we have never seen other than. An- Damon, someone defending the belt with Star Wars, not like with Damon. Damon defended it for so long. And I know other in other areas of the showdown, you normally see the 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 champion ends up losing, and it's hard for them to keep the belt. And Laura, you're right. She has been. I think she's been studying Andrew. She knows his weaknesses because she has beat him before, and. I think she is so hungry for that championship that I think Laura will have it. Like, again, I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm not even saying I'm right and you're right. I'm saying that this match is literally a coin toss. In my opinion, this is going to be the hardest one to be 100% accurate on. Now, I watched POV, and they were all, like, the majority of them were, like, 
100% confident that Laura's going to win, this is not that easy. In my opinion, this is not mm-hmm. that easy of a match to pick. Sure, no, Laura is and hungry. And I could be easily wrong. Yeah. Easily. I look at it as, though they have played and Laura knows Andrew's weaknesses, I feel like Andrew has fixed that since then. Yes, I agree. So, in saying that, our next one. This one's a lot easier for you. But yes, a lot easier for Amaru me. Amaru versus Saul. All right. How about you go first? Because right, I went first last Yes, time. I'll go first. I, for this match, I'm going Saul. Saul's hungry. Man. Saul, to me, has this this one. For some reason, I just have a confidence around Saul. If I just, I don't know. I feel like Saul's going to do very well. Mm-hmm. He's hungry. He's angry. He's put all this work into it. And he's getting a great competitor, which will help Saul even more. He's not going to have someone playing around. He's not going to have someone joking around. He's going to have a very serious competitor who's going to give him a match. And so that's why I'm going Saul, because Saul is what Saul feeds on someone who is being serious about the game, and he wants that more. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and say this. This is the first match in studio. Yep. They're both going to be under the lights. One of them is going to blink first because of those lights. And I don't think Amaru is going to blink first. I pull, I see Amaru winning because sure, Saul has played three other times. Amaru has been playing in the online trivia leagues for a whole lot longer than Saul has been playing in the Smowdown. Amaru has had more matches in the online trivia leagues than Saul has had in all of the Smowdown. Amaru knows what it's like to play high stake matches. He knows what it's like to just play more in general. So I think Amaru has this because he had, though not in the Smowdown, Amaru has more experience playing in matches than Saul. Also, I think Saul may be like super focused and I think that focusedness may hurt him because he may be too focused. Whereas Amaru is able to like step back a little bit and be like, okay, look, I know this may lead to a title match, but I'm focusing on now, whereas Saul is looking like right for the title. He's like not, I feel like he's just skipping over this match and going, looking nah. right at the, I, I honestly think Saul mm-hmm. is not even, he's focused on that title. And I feel like Amaru's taking each match at a time. So in my opinion, Amaru wins this match. The only reason why I disagree with you at that is due to the fact of the focus and what he put into that last match against Greg, he put his heart into it he wasn't worried about the title he was worried about playing playing that game and he got upset due to the fact greg wasn't putting his all into it and so i think in this match saul is going to thrive against and again this is the first match in studio one of them is going to blink first and again i don't think it's amaru because amaru has more experience playing in general yes all right here Here's a fun one. All of these are hard, so when it comes to the confidence points, it's going to be like, I don't know. I know. Next is Kevin Smith versus Marisol McKee. Who you got and why? Okay. So this one ultimately comes down to who I like more because I like both of them, and I think they're both amazing competitors. And I think that both of them, if they were playing anyone else, they would win. But because of how like even they are, it's a whole lot harder to choose. All that being said, if Marisol wants to win, she needs to play the way she played against Janine and Video Drew, not how she played against Lightning Time. Kevin Smith, even when he's having fun, he is always on. He has the last two matches, he did not have to answer a single question in round number three. When he played against Chris Jericho, he went into sudden death and he won. I have to pick just based off of everything. I know Marisol is hungry, but Kevin Smith is a beast right now. And I have to pick Kevin Smith. I see Kevin winning this match. Honestly, I agree with you. I just... 
I feel the story behind Kevin right now is too strong. And Kevin is playing a different type of a game than anyone else. Marisol's never played anyone like Kevin Smith. No one's played anybody like Kevin no. Smith. Kevin <laughs> is someone that is having fun, but and like is willing to have fun with people, but he is also taking the game very seriously. And the question is, will that take Marisol out? I don't know. Because here's the thing. He makes everyone in the room will die laughing. Exactly. That can really mess up a competitor. I mean, I know easily for mess up a competitor. I know for a fact the only person that will not be laughing this entire match is Shannon Barney. <laughs> no, no. She will. It'll be interesting to see what happens here, but I, I'm with you. I'm with Kevin Smith. All right. Shannon, final... hold on. My final, my final point on that. Shannon's going to be like all the fans that have been hating on he or Masters of the Universe Revelation to Kevin Smith. And Kevin's going to be like, I don't care. We need to have that conversation later on. <laughs> I very much enjoy that show. Moving we'll on. We'll have a conversation later on. Yeah. Uh, and I actually agree with you at that too, but we'll have a conversation oh, that's so later good. on. so right. good. All right. Next is Shazam versus Corruption. Oh, I will say this. These are my two favorite teams. You're going they first on this one. This is your I first know. pick. They, they are my two favorite teams. Oh, ah, why do we have to pick? Okay, let me let me preface this. Remember, when Corruption had the belts, Shazam took it off of them. Just yeah. Putting that out there. I... Ugh. I am going to go with Corruption. Corruption's hungry. Corruption does things to people that I just don't get sometimes. And they're hungry for the belt. I know Mike wants to be two-belt Mike. And this year, he can finally get back to it. And I think he's hungry, and he's ready, and he's got Shannon building him up and working with him. I'm going to have to go with, with Corruption. Okay. So if Corruption wins, again, more prefacing, if Corruption wins, they will be the first ever three-time champions of the team's belt. They will be the only teams to have won that belt three times. Shazam was on a roll. They, again, this is another in-the-studio match. All four competitors know what it's like to be in the studio, so it's not going to be one of those we've never played. It's not going to be like Saw and Amaru, who's never, who have never played in the studio, so it's going to be whoever blinks first. But this one, all four competitors know what it's like to be in the studio. They know what it's like. So what it's going to come down to is who's going to miss first. Because the last Shazam knew in their last match the only way they were going to win is if they did not miss. And they did not miss. Yep. Corruption knows the only way they're going to win is if they do not miss. Shazam knows they're going to win. They cannot miss. This match is going to be who is going to miss first. Mm-hmm. And when I look at everything, though Shazam beat Corruption for the titles, Corruption has always proven that no matter how many people are voting against them, they are always able to prove them wrong. And so many people are voting against corruption that I am, they, corruption's gonna win. I am yeah. putting all my, like, I'm not gonna say I'm putting four confidence points on it. That is the last thing I am doing. Ooh, I'm not in this one. No. But I am saying right now, corruption, they're hungry. Whenever people vote against them, that's when they play their best game. And from what I've heard, or from what Christian has said, some of the matches have already been taped. And then there's that little thing that happened once when we were like, wait, did they spoil the results? And they didn't, thankfully. Um, so again, in my mind, corruption's winning. Yeah. If they would have right, said they, the points. if they would have said they did spoil it, then I'm like, okay, this is the obvious one. Yes. Anyway. But all right. 
All right, so let's let's go through, and I will do the checks. Okay. Let me do. All right, so so for this one, I can go for, back to you now. I don't have to look at. All right, e Eli. Okay. Eli's choices for Mo Moses versus Saul. You pick Moses. Yep. All right, for McKee versus Smith, you pick Smith. Yep. Four, Shazam versus Corruption, you went Corruption. Yep. And I picked Demolanta for Demolanta versus Kelly. All right, and you picked Demolanta for Demolanta versus Kelly. Okay. Yeah. We're, we, only, went, we only differ on two. I went Saul. I went Smith. Went I went corruption. And he went Kelly. And I went Kelly. Okay. So honestly, the confidence points is going to be the thing that wins the myth to win this week for either of us. Yes. All right. So. All right. So now, what? How about you pick your do your choices first? No, let's go back and forth. Well, it's a little bit easier that way. Okay. So for. Demolanta, and I get to go to four. Okay, hold on. Luckily for me, I have my notebook. Um, okay, for Demolanta versus Kelly, I'm going to have to do two confidence points. Okay. Two for Demolanta and Kelly. For Maru versus Saul, I'm going four. Okay, wait. One sec. We are well-oiled show hey also oh, this is our first time this. doing this yes all right so all right do you have demolanta and moses okay one sec you said all right so demolanta versus kelly you said what two okay two all right then mm -hmm. Saul versus moses you say four that's the one I am the most confident in. Mm, okay. Okay. So Smith versus McKee. Two or three. Three. And then Shazam versus Corruption. I'm only putting one confidence points in. I feel Ooh. like, and this is just me. I feel like out of all of them, the championship matches are going to be the hardest one to pick. But I feel like out of both of them, Shazam and Corruption is literally the one that could be the hardest to swing because both teams are amazing. I feel like for me right. personally, Moses and Saul is the easiest, was the easiest one for me to pick. I think the route I'm going with is. Don't pick the same point values as me. No, no. One is Shazam versus Corruption. Okay. Kelly versus Demolanta 2. Okay, that's the same as me so far. Yeah. Look, no matter what... Three, you... three, I'm going with Saul versus Moses. Okay. No, no. Wow, I actually have to go with the route you went. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I, I... All right, so this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. No matter what, no one's getting nine points. If you get... Okay, so if you get... You went two and four. So if Laura and Saul win, you get two, four, you get six points. And I'm taking out Smith and Shazam because those are the main game changers. Yes. You'll get six points just if you get those right. Same for me. I'll get six points. So no matter what, there's going to be a six-point swing. <laughs> that is going to be a big swing for whoever wins this week. Yes. Ooh. Oh my, my goodness. Oh man, I am so glad Ooh. they did the confidence points thing. This me too. This just makes this game a whole lot more intense. Ooh. Oh man, All I'm right, sweating buddy. already. Let's go to our main screen. Ooh. Oh so, man, it, this was a fun show today. What do you think? Oh man, I had so much fun talking about. The recap, the predictions, the snowdown preview, my, oh my goodness, I'm sweating because we have the same point value and there's only two matches. 
two matches <sighs> are going to be well technically three when you look at the um the normal week the normal week but that's only one point that's only one yes. point it's collision that's really going to be the deciding factor Ooh, because if, because great. if smith and corruption lose those points are to the wayside that's just four yes. points that we're going to ignore so it's really six points six seven Ooh. if seven if you get yours um if you get your second match right or seven seven for both let's just say that seven points is going to be the thing for yes. us one of us <sighs> could potentially get nine points at collision uh, that well, is still up in the that, air in saying that buddy is there anything you want to plug before we end the show today i want to plug um the Smowdown reactions ladies and gentlemen if you want to watch me Play along and see if I can actually hang with the best of them. Watch our Smodown reactions. You'll be able to see me play along and see if I can do good. Also, that's <laughs> my way of trying to prove myself to the people on high at the FCL and the movie trivia Smodown. Like, hey, I want to play. Can I? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, also, um, I got a YouTube channel, Mr. Eli Mag. I try to do trailer reactions. I mainly only react to trailers that are like big for me in our space for the galaxy geeks also i want to do a final plug for our interview tomorrow and today's special guest with thomas harper one of the best star wars players that is playing this season he is ranked number two behind laura kelly but after this title match he's going right to number one. Oh yeah anything so you want to plug my, buddy my only plugs are Come watch our trailer reactions. Those have been doing great recently. Also, the interview, I'm super excited. We'll be recording that this afternoon. I cannot wait. This is going to be so much fun. Thomas Harper is, for me, one of my favorite people to watch because he just goes at it in such an interesting, beautiful way, and I cannot wait to watch. Also, keep encouraging us. Keep commenting. If you like what we're doing, let us know. If you like our thumbnails, if you like our overlays, it whatever, please let us know contact us we love getting to know new people and having that interaction with everyone also and one so, one final plug go over to the finally tailored youtube channel so you can watch taylor robinson when she does all of her stuff weekly taylor robinson plug we haven't been doing a lot <laughs> not really but also no, watch okay. if you want to watch another um snowdown after show a certain point of view they have a lot of great content go over and subscribe to them as well if you like us Go watch them. You'll like them as well. Oh, yes. All right. And saying that, I am Luke Studdard, and this is Eli McKay. I'll see you later, buddy.